Welcome to the Rooting Around podcast, a podcast where we take a not-so-deep dive into places around the world. As always, I'm Tom. I'm Ed. And I'm Sam. And this week we'll be uh, lifting up the skirt of Cyprus. Ooh. Before we start, I have to say last week we were in Germany and after we, I, I clicked to stop recording, um, Tom was like, oh, I didn't even mention that. I cycled across the whole country. Well, I say the whole country. I actually cycled from uh, Münster in, on the German-Dutch border to Flensburg on the German-Danish border. So I just went like like Münster, um, God, I can't remember, Bremen, Hamburg, and then Flensburg. Nice. Well, that's not the whole country at all. No, it's no like, I, I cycled across it. The well, top it's corner. Like, well, well, yeah, but you know, I have, <laughs> it sounds have better to say all, all of it. Well, you know, I, I, you don't I, have I, to I elaborate. Did, I mean, like, I crossed the country in the sense that I I entered at one side and left at another. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that reminds me, I, I promise we'll go to Cyprus, but um, a couple of weeks ago, I mentioned my friend Nico, who joined me in Estonia, Latvian, Lithuania, uh, traveling. And uh, he Nico went out there with you? Yeah, he was there like five days. You don't oh, listen nice. to the episodes, clearly. No, I know. Um, right. Unless I'm in them, I don't listen to them. Fair enough. Um, Snap. He, he and another friend walked across Luxembourg in one day, took them 14 hours, 52 kilometers. And it's not like it's a, a trail or anything. They just walked on the road. <laughs> and they decided like the day before at 7 p.m. But they, well, yeah, they, they, when you when you live why? in a country that you can spit across, that makes sense you can make it up the day before. Spit across. Like 14 hours of walking from the Belgian border to the German border. So that's definitely going across the country. What's the... I'd be interested to know what the fastest crossing of Luxembourg is. Uh, probably on in, 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 in north, in, probably like an hour. In a car, even. I mean, yeah. Like oh, not, in a car. Not like, not like flying over it or anything like dumb like that. But are you talking the widest place or the narrowest place? Whatever. Because what, narrowest whatever. place is literally like five minutes probably in the north. Well, it's in that case, like what, like what Nico did. In the car, that would, oh, I don't know, like an hour and a half? It's not exactly a straight line. Maybe an hour challenge accepted cycling would be cool anyway cyprus yeah kipros as it's called in greek or little spoiler for talking about the divided nature of the island kibrish in uh, turkish but talking about the fact that it's an island it's the third largest island in the in the med 9251 square kilometers yeah population of 1.37 million She's pretty small for a big island. It is. And uh, it's two Luxembourgs, basically. And it's half a Wales in population. And in terms of area, I'm not sure I said it, uh, it's 2.4 Luxembourgs. But obviously, it's more than Wales. You can fit 2.3 Cypresses inside Wales. And this is, I believe, the whole island, not just the de facto territory of the Republic of Cyprus. I assume Cyprus would be bigger than Wales. Yeah, me too. I don't know why. It's it's because the way the map like it's it projected, isn't it? Because it looks fairly big, but apparently not. 
Speaking of I, I, uh, the I'll map chalk, of Cyprus, I'll chalk that up as a Wales win. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's one of the only four flags in the world which has itself on it. Ah, oh, yeah, it's a nice yeah. flag. Yeah. What, what are the What are the other countries that has the flags that have ooh, themselves ooh, on can it? Can we Can we try and guess first? Yeah, 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 yeah. God. Are they, there's no European countries, is there? Oh wait, actually, sorry. There's only three flags in the world. Of which Cyprus is one. Cyprus of them. is one of them. There's two others. I think one is Venezuela. Wrong. <sighs> it's definitely like one of the obscure countries. Like it's not Guam, but like something like that that you'd never think of. Nope. Is is it like Ecuador? I've got I've I've nope. got in my mind the like you're close. The, 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 Colombia. No. Oh fuck. It's it's one of the more I'm... obvious ones. Venezuela? No, you oh, said that. no. You're in. You're in the right ballpark. Bolivia? No. Think more obvious. Brazil? Yeah. No. Oh, obviously, because it's got the globe in the mm. middle. Yeah. Oh. Oh wait, hang on. No, wait. Ah, <laughs> oh, bro, just cut all this. I was just so wrong. No, Brazil has like the shape of the yeah, country, yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I the think. other one, the other one is it definitely it does, <laughs> but I don't think you'll ever guess it. No, I don't. Can think you can you give us a clue? Uh, yeah, one second. Let me just find out where it is in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Antigua and okay. Barbuda. Uh, I know, where, I know, I know where it is. I know where it is. I know where it is. It is in southeastern Europe. Southeastern Europe. Yeah. Southeastern Europe. Oh, yeah. is it? I just said. No, it's not. No, is it? Um, is it North Macedonia? It's not. No. It's Kosovo. Kosovo. Maced- it is Kosovo. Good job. Yeah. Wow. And the third one? Oh, Brazil. No. Cyprus. No, there isn't Cyprus. Yeah, I got. I got it's Brazil completely wrong. Brazil is completely oh. wrong. So there's two countries with. There's uh, only two countries on the planet. Yeah. Well, I hope, and, I hope yeah. the listener has come out of this feeling that they really gained something valuable. It's in fine. Life. It's fine. Ed can edit Brazil out of that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we've uh, we've already like kind of talked about this just now about how there's a Turkish aspect and a Greek. Can uh, can you enlighten us? I can a little bit. Well, a lot bit, actually, if you want. This is a little disclaimer. I got this, well, a bit of a disclaimer. I've had three beers tonight, so my reading might not be great. Uh, And also got this from the Greek Cypriot Foreign Office website. So it might be a little bit biased towards Greek. (laughs) A little Um, bit. (laughs) So uh, throughout its long history and due to its strategically important location, Cyprus has been conquered by the major colonial powers of the Eastern Mediterranean. However, from the 12th century BC, when the first Greeks colonized the island, and through the centuries, the island's Greek character has always prevailed. See see where they're going with this. Um, The last colonial power to occupy the island was Britain uh, in 1878, succeeding the Ottoman Empire, which had conquered uh, Cyprus in 1571, a year marking the first presence of Turkish inhabitants on the island 
and the beginning of the creation of the Turkish Cypriot community. Basically, like throughout Britain's rule, uh, Greek Cypriots began to demand for their sort of national identity. But due to the political climate before World War II, Britain had always rejected this claim. After the Second World War, when sort of, I guess, post-colonial movements were surfacing globally, it led to like a, a larger crisis of the British colonial system uh, and demands from, from Cypriots to, be, to become uh, independent sort of become a lot louder. And in 1955, the Greek Cypriots embarked on an armed struggle to liberate the country from colonial rule. And this also had the, the same sort of uh, like effect of making the Turkish Cypriots call for like independence as well um so turkey's always like since it's been a republic had a claim on part of the island where all the turkish people live and before then they tend to have been like spread across the whole island but increasingly they started to like segregate themselves into like a greek side and a turkish side basically there was a little bit of a war turkey in oh god there's fucking so much here what's the the little summary turkey invaded it's yeah basically term. yeah Tur- turkey invaded for a little bit and tried to set up a coup against the greek cypriot side of the island and then and then basically there's like a de facto line of demarcation across the island so the north eastern part of the of the island is sort of turkish cyprus and the rest of the island is greek cyprus however not that many countries globally actually recognize turkish Cyprus and it's basically just like lives on its own thing um, but a little fact about Cyprus is that it's the only island in the world that has four official flags does that make sense yeah four official flags yeah can you guess oh yeah okay yeah no not four official flags but like four areas of control by different countries yeah. well sort of. is one of them does it count as a country not really but sort of yeah. So it's it's they, they own the Republic of Cyprus. Yeah. Turkish Cyprus. Yeah. The UK, they've got a military base, something like that. Yeah. I'm sure Sam has got more information on that. Yeah, near like Limassol, right around there. And then there's the UN border zone, isn't it? Yeah, correct. Yeah. Ten points to Gryffindor. Nice. And the Republic of Cyprus is also part of the EU. Yes. Which shows that it's slightly more recognized than the, the other part. Yeah, as in by more countries. I I don't I really don't know the list of countries that recognise Turkish Cyprus. I guess it's just Turkey and like Azerbaijan and a few other ones. Maybe quite a lot of Arab countries do. Yeah, Russia probably does. No, I don't think they do. No, well, Turkey and Russia are like quite close, aren't they? With uh, Erdogan. Well, they are. They are <laughs> well, then again, Erdogan he's... he serves he serves himself, doesn't he? He does. I'm going to tell you exactly. <laughs> Northern Cyprus is recognized only by Turkey in the UN. Oh, there we are. So it's not very legitimate in terms not of at all, uh, yeah. international I think, law. I think a lot, a lot of the reason why a lot of countries that you'd expect might recognize it don't is that. So let's take Azerbaijan as an example. I just mentioned, if you recognize a, the claim of like, so if 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 an if a landmass is divided amongst two ethnic groups, a majority and a minority, and you support that, it de facto means that you support that type of arrangement in other places. So in Azerbaijan, exactly, exactly, and that's the point. So in Azerbaijan's example, it would mean a de facto recognition 
of Nagorno-Karabakh as Armenian. Or that's why Spain didn't endorse Scottish membership to the EU if they became independent, because by sort of proxy, they'd have to like recognize the fact that they're their own separatist movement in their own borders. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's weird. That's why they don't like Spain, for example, is a perfect example because they never recognize countries like Kosovo and just countries that try to separate themselves from there. It, it would be bigger. a massive international. But that international makes no sense because Scotland is its own country. Well, not legally, in international law. Yeah, I guess. But yeah, no, that's a good summary of, of Cyprus. I'll tell you who does a really good video on it is Johnny Harris, the YouTuber. Oh, it's true. Yeah. He does a very know. good two, three part series on Cyprus. I, I, I'm sure he does. I, I very much don't like Johnny Harris. Why? I watched, some of his video. I watched some of his videos and he's a little bit of a shill for the status quo. He's done some quite badly researched and written articles and he has oh, a very, really? he has a very pro US hegemonic stance on things. That's not to detract from this video. I haven't seen it, but some of the ones I've seen, I'm a bit like, oh, really? Yeah, fair. Also, his videos, I, I, I used to be a massive fan of him, but his videos are so long and repetitive. They like, are, yeah. like <laughs> Three times short every time. Yeah. But, um, I don't watch loads of but they are very well made. Got to give him that. They yeah. are well made. But yeah, so it's a, a weird situation. But if you're going as a tourist, like you can very easily go to both sides. You can just spend the day in the Republic of Cyprus, just cross the border, probably have to show your passport going to the Turkish side and experience a completely different culture. I've never that been, but I've heard cool, that yeah. you can do that easily. And it's just completely different. It's like if you're flying from Greece to, to Turkey, but you don't need to fly. You, you just you can just like walk 10 meters across a border. Have you been to Cyprus, Sam? I haven't, no. No. That surprises me. Yeah, I've been to Turkey a lot. Obviously, my dad lives out there. Um, but yeah, I've never been to Cyprus. But a lot of my dad's mates will catch uh, boats to otherwise Cyprus or to or Greece to buy uh, sausages and pork and bacon. That's the. Wow. I mean, it makes sense, but I would never have thought of that. I mean, that's not that's not the sole reason that they go, but like, it's one of the main reasons that they will go to Greece and Cyprus. Mostly Greece, obviously. Sausage. Yeah, I'd find that more interesting if they were like, "Oh shit, I'm running out of bacon." Get on, get on the on Turkish Google. <laughs> When's the next boat to Cyprus? Turkish Google is Google. Well, Google.tr or whatever they call it. Yeah. But yeah, it's mo- well, mostly mostly Greece, to be fair, because Cyprus is not where my dad lives, but I'm guessing people who would live near, like, uh, what is it? Antalya, basically, would catch a boat to Cyprus. Talking about food. Yes, Ed. The, the typical food that Tom probably describes as overrated. You wait. Right, because because <laughs> Kev's coming back on the podcast next week, and he's just been to Greece, and uh, he's got some opinions that might, yeah, prove me right. Uh, yeah, well, this is very similar to Greece. Souvlaki, which is grilled meat skewers, moussaka, yeah. which is yes. uh, delicious, by the way. Uh, but obviously, Tom's going to shit on it, uh, which is just like a basically lasagna, but instead of pasta, you've got uh, aubergine yeah and then halloumi is from cyprus i, fucking, I yeah. fucking hate i hate aubergine oh my god In all it's, it's one of those ones that splits people down the middle doesn't it i think it's gross is it i thought it was a fairly neutral thing no. that most people like no itana can't fucking stand it i love it 
I hate really? Baba, Baba Ganoush is the worst thing in the world. But is it because of trauma? No. What do you mean, like sexual trauma? Any sort of trauma that led you to not like Aubergine? I don't think so. Um, no. I just, think, I just think it tastes disgusting. Well, to be fair, I never used to think? like it, and then I grew up, and now I do. Wow. Are you, are you Sam, telling Sam, Tom to Sam's grow throwing up? shade again. <laughs> and then I turned eight. <laughs> How do you well, like halloumi then? Or liked? Because my, I suppose you don't eat halloumi anymore. I, I do. I'm a terrible vegan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my sort of enjoyment of halloumi like waxes and wanes like it comes and goes like some every now and again i eat it and i'm like oh this is all right and then sometimes okay i should preface this with the fact that i haven't got a gallbladder so eating large proportions of like cooked cheese is not good for me um gives me the shits and i i i I don't know like you don't like having the shits on the stomach no well but i'm willing to tolerate it if it's worth it for the cheese and sometimes I feel like that is the case with halloumi and sometimes not. I'm not obs- like some people are obsessed with halloumi, whereas I'm sort of like, yeah, it's all right. It's nice. You know, I, I doesn't, it doesn't like, it doesn't blow my skirt up. Fair enough. Mm. Okay. And another thing they have as a dessert, I don't actually know how to pronounce this, lucumades, I think it is, which is honey soaked donuts. Ooh, oh, I've heard about these. That sounds good. That does sound yeah. good. But then I feel like a lot of these are very like Ottoman inspired food types. Maybe getting controversial. I'll piss off a lot of Greek people. But it's like I feel like soaking pastries in syrup is very like Ottoman y and Arabic. It is. Yeah. yeah. Like, then again you got baklava. Yeah, which is Turkish. Is it? I thought it was Albanian. Well it's Ottoman, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing, isn't it? It's like, yeah, it's it's all come from the Ottoman Empire. Baklava is originally from Turkey, Greece, and the Middle East. Well, that's everywhere then. Yeah, that's, that's, that that's really unhelpful. Yeah, it was brought <laughs> it was brought to Hungary by Turkish invaders during the 16th century. There we are. Hungary revised it and made it part of their culture as the strudel. A Hungary got absolutely what? No way. Them. No, that's, that's so different. They're different, aren't they? Yeah, but that's, that's what Google fast- says. That's what Google says. That's the most fascinating thing we think we've ever had in this podcast. What, the baklava is strudel in Hungary? That's amazing. It's like the pot noodle thing, but way like... And, well, if you think about it, though, they're quite similar, strudel and baklava. Yeah. I really can't see similarity. you got well, flaky pastry. Of, yeah, lots of layers of pastry. Yeah. And you're, you're just not soaking it afterwards. Yeah, and you put and in you put, nuts you put in it instead in. of fruit, yeah. I can see that, 100%. There's so many differences that you just said. Nah, it's just flaky pastry is a similarity, which is, and and, and they're, they're built similar. So I is it pain au chocolat a, a French pachava or what? No, because that's a yeasted, that's a yeasted dough, isn't it? It's a yeah, laminated exactly, Ed. Oh, yeah, Ed, fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> fake Frenchman. Is it pain au chocolat? Because, because as as I'm sure that Sam will back me up on, uh, neither a baklava dough nor a strudel dough is is uh, yeasted or laminated. It's just sheets of filo yeah. pastry. 
Yeah, I know that. I watch I watch <laughs> Action Bronson in Fuck That's Delicious. I know how to make baklava. Mr. Baklava is, is yeah. your second nickname. <laughs> I wonder why no one's made a baklava flavoured beer. I mean, there's Trudel beer, I'm pretty sure. Baklava flavoured beer, they got it, mate. Of course they fucking do. Brew York make a pistachio and walnut baklava beer. It's an imperial oh. stout. That sounds disgusting. Ooh, I'm not sure if I'd like nah. an imperial stout like that. I like I like imperial stout. It's nine point five percent. That's all right. Bloody, yeah. it's vegetarian, but it may contain nuts. These nuts, a never, big, sticky, and them. sweet baklava-inspired imperial stout with huge flavors from pistachio, walnuts, and orange blossom for a rich, rounded finish. As, as, I was going to say, big, sticky, and sweet again. These nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can go. <laughs> So, so I'm guessing Ed, these these foodstuffs are on the Greek side of the island, or are they similar on the Turkish side? Well, probably the same. I don't know, but I suppose it's the same, just different names. It's like gyros and kebab. Wait, no, mean, no, 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 mean, no, 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 no. Do, do you mean dinner? That yes. is two different things. No, they're not. They're the same things. No, they're the same things. No, just no, bread no, no. is different. Yeah, and you put chips in a gyros. Not always. Not always. You can. Because, because, okay, okay, Sam. Jesus Christ! Right, okay. <laughs> time, time for an et- etymology lesson for you, my friend. Please, yeah. Oh, no. okay. He's already me. done it to me. I'm sorry, Sam. Gyros <laughs> or, or gyros means to turn in Greek. Right. And, for example, dener means to spin in Turkish. Right. And and shaverma or shawarma comes from the word to rotate in arabic so gyro just it just describes the manner in which the meat is cooked i.e rotating so is a rotisserie chicken a kebab no no because no it's not because that's because no it's not and it's a good question i will i'll, I'll ignore the sass for one uh, it's, it's because that 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 rotates horizontally, whereas these rotate, uh, ah. rotate vertically. Well, I've been to Turkey and had a horizontally rotated kebab. No, you haven't. That's a lie. I have. I have. I promise you I have. And it, it was it was it intestines. Wasn't, it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah, so it wasn't dinner. No, it wasn't. No. Which proves my point. Yeah, you got me there, actually. <laughs> he's, he's an expert in that. I've Why is he an expert in so, kebabs? Because so I've watched a documentary on it. <laughs> Yeah. What's it called? It's called As the Meat Turns, and it's not a porn it's, film. No, don't, don't fuck off, is it called that? No, <laughs> no it's, it's on, it's on, it's on As Netflix. The meat turns. It's by a guy called David Chang. Oh, it's, Ugly, it's, ugly it's, Delicious. Yes, yeah, so there's an episode on kebabs called As yeah. the Meat Turns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's worth watching. As the Meat Turns. Also, there's another, I've got another little kebab fact. Did you know, like, so in the UK, there's the consortium of um, kebab sellers. It's a trade group for the doner kebab industry uh, this is like legit a true story um and have, have you guys noticed in the, in the last few years across the uk that there's been an increase in german doner kebab yes places well yes. that's not that's not a coincidence that's part of a, of a consolidated rebranding effort by the british doner kebab society to make it appear more I say more German, but what I really mean is less, less, less Arabic, and yeah. like there's like connot- there's like race related connotations around oh that. God. So like this increase in in German doner kebabs is to make it seem less dirty and foreign. To to put it like bluntly, 
That's horrible, isn't it? Crazy. That's awful. And now you think about it, you're like, fuck yeah, there's like four or five German Donny Kebab places all over the place, you know? A lot of Germans live in Turkey, to be fair. A lot of Turkish live in German. Yes. Also true, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Vice versa, yeah. But that's like mm-hmm. the whole Gastarbeiter thing, which we didn't get into in the in the previous episode on Germany, although we probably should have done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like the next 10 episodes is always going to be something where Germany comes up and we're like, oh, that's something we could have said. No, next episode we'll talk about Cyprus. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I like Going that. back to Cyprus, actually, and staying on food, uh, they eat it a bit like in Greece. They eat medze, so like Greek tapas. You mean like picky bits? Just, yeah, picky bits. Um, that all kind of shared and all together make one meal, basically. I like so that style. Taste of different flavors and dishes. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And staying on food, I'm not going to reveal all of it. You might have heard of this, and we will talk about TripAdvisor later. But there is an attraction in Cyprus, a very famous attraction that has 4.5 stars on TripAdvisor. I'm going to read a review without saying its name, and you have to guess what it is. Yeah. So I visited all of Cyprus. I went to see pretty much every tourist area and attraction. I saw the Tomb of Kings, Aphrodite's Rock, Curium, Amphitheater, you name it, I saw it. The only thing that we are still talking about is blank. It is so random, so unusual, it's literally the only thing I would make an effort to go see again. Yes, I know it's ridiculous, but it's just so brilliant. Brilliant. And then a second review. If you have a car and you are in Ayanapa or Protaras area, it, this is worth visiting. It is only one to two minutes from the main Lanaka Ayanapa Highway. Currently, it has Easter celebration lights on top, but without these, people may think it looks like something else. Have you heard of this place? Or do you think you've heard of this place? No, no. idea. What? Can, so, you, can you give us a bit of a clue? It's still related to food. Can you be a little bit more specific in that clue? It's a statue. Is it a statue that pisses wine? No. Olive oil. I'm, I'm, no, I'm going to stay on the pissing it's, theme. It's, it's, not, it's not a fountain. There's no liquid involved. Is it like a big cofter? <laughs> no. Is, Any... it, is it a statue made out of halloumi? No. I think, I don't know what it's made of, uh, but I don't think it matters. It's what it's of. I'm, I, I have no idea. So. No, you've lost me, yeah. So it's a statue called the Big Potato, and it's literally just <laughs> a, big, a big potato, and it's one of two things to do in the town of Xilofagu, according to TripAdvisor, and um, yeah, that's literally it. It's a big potato. It doesn't really look like a potato, like the last comment says. It kind of looks like something else that you can imagine what what it is. A penis. But I definitely recommend. Uh, 
having a look at it. And I... Nico, who I've mentioned now in every episode, uh, Ashley's been to Cyprus and went out of his way he's, to go what, uh, have a look at this uh, potato. And I can he can confirm that it is just ridiculous and worth looking at. What was the um, the thought process behind the local municipality in creating that statue? Did they did they did they find? Uh, it's one of two things: they either commissioned a potato based statue, or they found <laughs> a rock that looked like a potato and thought we can kill two birds with one stone. <laughs> Don't all rocks look like potatoes? I guess so. Yeah, you could say that. Yeah. Maybe. Well, this big potato has its own Wikipedia page. It is 4.9 meters or 16 subway sandwiches tall and made of fiberglass. So not super green, but okay. Uh, It costs 8,000 euros to design and make. And it's (laughs) at the center of the village. So it's literally the most like central thing um, to commemorate the village's potato growing history. Do you think and people? It, and it was created ahead of their annual potato festival. What? Do you think? Lo- do you think locals in that town are like, oh, okay, I'll see you in a few hours, and they're like, oh, where should we meet? And like, oh, I'll meet you by the big potato. Probably. That sounds like something you say at a festival. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Wikipedia page also has a paragraph about criticism. The statue received mixed reviews. While it was received well by many, the statue was also hit with a lot of negative publicity, criticised for its phallic resemblance. What While some locals... Well, I've got two questions. What type of potato looks like a penis? And what do Cyprus's Cypriot dicks look like? <laughs> well, oh my God, no, dude. It's shaped, it's, Google it. It's, it's shaped after the Spunta potato. So I don't know what the spunta potato looks like and if it's accurate, but the the statue does look like... Oh, bro, it's got veins. (laughs) It's got veins, yeah. I'm having a look at it now. (laughs) Oh, not really. I don't think it looks like... No, that's a flaccid... obviously... A flaccid... Oh, yeah. It needs some imagination because there's... It looks like like, like a corn dog. It does look a bit like a corn dog. It looks like a peanut. Yeah. Kind of. Oh, like a weird potato. Oh my god, apparently it got vandalized one time on New Year's Eve and someone pushed it over. That's really causing sad. four thousand euros in damages. <laughs> it cost eight thousand. Oh Maybe god. it damaged the surrounding stones. I don't think it's that phallic. It's got veins on it, it's pretty phallic. By the way, when it was like toppled. Uh, a 500 euro reward was raised for those that found the vandals. Oh my god. But no information was provided, and the following sentence is the best thing ever. It was re erected afterwards. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, nice. But, but at least that means that the uh, the potato statue toppler is still at large. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and he's probably targeting other potato statues. I wonder how many potato statues there are in the world. I think one's enough. <laughs> oh, Sam just sent a picture in the chat, which is... I the, saw that, yeah. <laughs> Christ the Redeemer in, in Rio de Janeiro replaced by that big <laughs> potato. I'd love to see that. Oh, oh mate, but I've just yeah. found a bunch of potato monuments from around the world. Croatia. Perfect, that's exactly what my question was. 
where would they be? I'm guessing there must be one in Ireland. Russia, <laughs> Poland, Japan, and Cyprus. Wow. Oh, some of these are pretty quality, actually. I mean, Japan is just a rock. Yeah, that's just a rock. The Russian one... Seen... The, oh, no, okay. So the Russian one looks like a very good potato. I think Croatia is a standout. Yeah. It looks like knurled, like a straight out of the earth. Poland looks like a cactus with a potato on top. Well, it looks like it hasn't been peeled, whereas the Russian one looks like it's been peeled, and also they've, like, called out some of the little eyes. Yeah. Yeah. It looks very good, to be fair. Well, at least they can do one thing right, then, in that country. (laughs) (laughs) Potato statues. So, yeah. That's what you find on TripAdvisor in uh, Cyprus. But I'm sure you find other things on TripAdvisor. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm so glad that you sort of pushed me towards that little segue because obviously TripAdvisor can be can be used for all of your potato statue needs but it can also be a really great way to find where to stay on holiday which segues me neatly into my favorite section of the show brought to you as always in association with Alpha Guesthouse Bristol's premium guesthouse accommodation this is the Alpha Guesthouse International Edition um, Alpha Guesthouse I am aware that they are currently hiring for some new uh, reception staff and cleaning, sort of cleaning staff. So if you are interested in uh, applying for a role with the Alpha Guest House, could you send your CV and cover letter and picture, they're very strict about that, uh, to uh, Alpha Guest House. No, sorry, it's vacancies at alphaguesthouse.co.uk. UK. I think they're going to be paying £11.75 per hour um, and you get 12 days holiday per year. Oh my god. That's, that's, that's including bank holidays. But also you get to live in the guest house. So whenever there's a spare room, you can stay there. <laughs> Why do they want a picture? Baddies only. Yeah, they need, to, they need to make sure you've got enough scars to get a job with them. Anyway, not so this, too many teeth as well. Well, exactly, because you know, crack smoking. Uh, anyway, this is the Daphne, <laughs> this is the Daphne Hotel in I think Limassol. So, do not waste your money. All capitalized. Awful is an understatement. The apartment was old. Air condition did not work. Toilet had mold on it and was yellow inside. The shower didn't work properly. The furniture was dirty and kitchen faucet was broken. We did not stay there and ask for a refund as we were only in for 10 minutes and sweating top to bottom. The person at reception told us he couldn't do anything. But when I said that we would make a review, they refunded me in half an hour later. We moved to a different hotel for the same money three minutes away. When I told them the situation, they already knew which hotel I was talking about. Do not waste your time and money. Filthy and run down. We, as a group, booked this hotel due to its location. Having booked three apartments, we, 11 people, were told there was nothing available, even though we had paid up front. And we would be moved to another hotel 10 kilometers away. After an argument, we were given four rooms under duress. When we got to the room, I stared in disbelief at the state of them. Damp up the walls, worktops worn and peeling, table chipped and filthy, and the worst and worst of all, electrical point held together with masking tape. We tried to turn on masking the- tape. <laughs> 
we tried to turn on the aircon, but it did not work. 38 degrees C that day, informed reception, and were given two crap fans, but only had one socket in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> I slept on the couch in the sitting room so I could plug in the fan. Rooms were so hot, one of our groups slept on the balcony as none of the four rooms aircon worked. We were on top floor. I'm guessing he's a northern, so we had to do a northern action. We were on top floor, and every floor had there was broken fridge slash air dryer and laundry in floor. Not a welcome insight. We went to a bar, and the only beer available is Kiel. No other choice. Uh, this hotel is a total disaster zone, and I will never return. I expect Nicosia. So it's in Nicosia, not Limassol. Sorry. I expect Nicosia Prison has better rooms. Avoid like the plague. I just want to go back to the first one a second because they threatened yeah. them with a bad review and then they left yeah. a bad review anyway. <laughs> they didn't get a refund, did they? Dick move. No, they did. Yeah, they did. They did refund. Oh, they did. That is yeah. A bit, uh, yeah. I think you. I think that's you know. Well, the, the only the only expression that comes to mind is snitches get stitches. So they should have <laughs> definitely been assaulted at some yeah. point. That's pretty. <laughs> Yeah, it's a bit of a dick move, isn't it? It is a dick move. That is a dick move. We'll just ignore the fact that electrical tape uh, is ignored in that establishment and they prefer using a highly flammable uh, tape instead. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, but masking tape's good. If Maybe they're trying to do some painting at the same time. So you want know, <laughs> to mask it off. I, my favourite thing is the two fans in one socket. It's yeah, just like, that was good, that was. <laughs> that's, that's... Also, like, why are you complaining about about the variety of beers there. Yeah, yeah don't, that's not... Especially because Keogh's not bad as well. I don't think I've had Keogh. I'm assuming it's a Greek beer. It might be so, Cypriot. So yeah, that is the uh, Daphne Hotel in Nicosia. Well, Keogh is Cypriot, by the way. Local beer. So he's complaining that there's only local beer. I think that's wow. just like... Bastard. Probably, probably is from the north. and like, I haven't got any fucking worthies. <laughs> <laughs> No cream flow. I'm not a pint of cream flow. This is a bit of a. I'm not a pint of cream flow. Do people still drink Worthingtons and Tetleys? Yeah, of course they do. You got to go to some back end horrible pubs, but yeah, like like dirty con clubs in the valleys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember the first pint I, that I ever bought. I was 16, and I was in Abacar, and I bought a pint, and I bought myself a Foster's and my mate a Worthingtons, and he said to me, he's like, so you got to, to be able to get served, don't say Worthingtons, say Worthies. So yeah, me, 16, 16 years old, walking up to a pub and be like, can I have a pint of Foster's? Can I pint of Worthies, please, Matt? <laughs> hey, it worked, I, though. I, I used to do that exact same thing, but slightly different in corner shops. In that I would go in. I, so I was quite a large lad in my late teens. Uh, not my uh, my, early, my mid-teens. I had long hair and I looked a bit older. And I used to go into like dodgy off-licenses around Swansea. And my mindset was... If I buy something left field, it increases the chance that I'll get served because it looks like I'm a connoisseur. That's why I used to buy like bottles of red wine all the time when I was like 14. <laughs> wow. And just and, like hope for the best. But I mean, like I was, I was, I was like 18, 19 stone. So it's hard to tell when someone's that large. And I had long hair. I can't so imagine I, you 19 stone with long hair. Back in the days when I used to be a prop forward. Well, actually. Yeah. Please send me a picture of this. Oh, I th- I'm fairly sure that 
we put one into the wait you were 90 i just had to change to change it to kilograms i was like like 110 115 kilograms 120 Oh, maybe that's a bit less. Maybe I was 18 stone. But like, when, you, when you're getting that high up, <laughs> you're sort of arguing over sm- over like not big differences. Yeah, <laughs> I, was a, I was a big boy. Um, wow. wow. That's unbelievable because you're I, not yeah. a big boy now. No, exactly. You're a skinny little cyclist. like. Yeah, that's what disco drugs do. That's <laughs> <laughs> what a trip to Serbia does to you. Yeah. That's what chain smoking ciggies at the age of 19 does to you. Mate, 14 is when I started smoking. No. It's a South Wales tradition. You know that. You know how yeah, it works. Yeah, no, to be fair. Yeah, that's, yeah. But yeah, what are we talking about? Oh, yeah, going into shops and getting served. Um, so yeah, I used to walk in there and be like, I'll have two bottles of Merlot, please. <laughs> <laughs> and they went, they went, this poor kid. <laughs> yeah, like, what's wrong with this overweight woman? <laughs> <laughs> Talking about drinks, the Brandy Sour is a national cocktail of Cyprus. Is it? What is a Brandy Sour? It's brandy, lemon juice, and gom, and an egg white. Gob as in spit? No, gom as in sugar water. <laughs> as in what, sorry? Sugar water. Ah, right. I'm not sure how I feel about having egg whites uh, I love sours. Egg whites, I fucking give them to me, man. Whiskey sours. I tell you what my favourite cocktail is. It's an amaretto sour. Interesting. Oh my god! No, that was a thing. Banging! It's so fucking good. If you're ever in the pipe and slippers in Bristol, ask for an amaretto sour. They'll sort you out. That is such a fucking hipster thing to say. You're in the pipe and slippers on Stokes. Yeah, man. I used to work there. And you're like, oh, have amaretto sour, please, mate. Yeah, I was fucking chief cocktail maker. Yeah, just chief you were, mate. Um, No, (laughs) fair fair play, Um, Ed. What's what's your favorite cocktail? Uh, I don't know. But the other day I tried something that I hadn't tried before. What's that whiskey brand called with a starts with a C? But they've got I, I can't remember the name. But they've got cans of whiskey cut with peach juice, I guess, and Sainsbury's. What? Had one of them. That whiskey delicious brand. whiskey brand with a C. Whiskey and peach yeah. juice in a can. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's peach juice, but it's flavored. Was it like whiskey or was it bourbon? Are you same, asking me things here, same, Sam? Same, same. Let's, let's not get into the weeds too much, Sam. <laughs> Is it Comfort or something like that? Southern, Southern Comfort. Comfort. Yeah, there you go. Ah, oh, mate. Southern Comfort and lemonade is banging. So it's the same thing, but with peach. Yeah, fair. No, I, I, I'll accept it now because Southern Comfort is a, it's like a party whiskey. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's delicious. Mm. Um, yeah, I'll agree with you. But that's just like a, a, a drink I had the other day. I'm a big fan of a, a properly made Long Island iced tea, like an actual good one, or a Moscow mule with loads of bitters. Oh, yeah. Nice. In... Like, in the pipe, we used to make a uh, Turbo Island iced tea. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, in, and instead of Coke, it was cider and apple juice. Oh, God. That sounds oh, horrible. Honestly, no, it was really good. <laughs> I think I think actually one of my favorite like pub pub cocktails, I haven't had it for a very long time, is maybe Sam, you're familiar with this. Is, have you ever had a Turbo Shandy? Uh, rings a bell. So it's when you have half a pint of Foster's or yeah. cheap lager, and then instead of lemonade, you use Smirnoff Ice. Oh, yes. No, I have had one of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's There's... pretty good. It's not bad. It's not good. It's... 
Can they, does a spin-off I still exist, or has it been yeah. like... Yeah, no, of course it does. No, I've seen so. I know, I'm yeah. not a teenager anymore, so I haven't drank it for... No, it does. I had friends over recently, and, uh, and one of them brought over some spin-off ice. I'm pretty can't... sure it got like banned in Luxembourg when I was about 17, because it was too sweet, so people Kids were drank drinking it. it. Is Picardy yeah. Breezer still a thing, then? Surely. When was the last time you had one? Never, never had a brandy freezer. What was the, the, the national cocktail again? What did I say? Something sour. Oh, a brandy sour. Oh, yeah, brandy sour. Apart from that, they like wine as well. Yeah. They even have a wine festival in Limassol, usually in September. I bet they make good wine there. Yeah, apparently they like good wine. Well, they like wine in Cyprus, whether it's good or not. I don't know. Possibly. And I suppose they also really like olive oil, not that you drink that. If you like ah, all those countries. Fucking tasty though. And with that, the only other thing I have is that football is the most popular sport in, in Cyprus. Mm. They have a professional football league, but they're not very good. And um, yeah. I'm done. Yeah. I'm you, as well. Yeah, same. I'm pretty sure next week, Kev is taking us to Greece, where they're going to complain about their horrible trip. I don't know what actually happened, but he was said it? it was the worst trip he's ever been on. Oh my God, no way. I've had, I've had some spoilers. Um, oh, it's great. It's really good. It's really good. But is it like unfortunate events or? Well, I don't want to give too much away, but but I'll leave you with this little tidbit. Kev is now uh, a fully paid up member of Team Greek Food is Overrated. <laughs> so did he go to like was... one bad restaurant though, or is it like? Well, tune in next week to find out. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to. You'll you, you just have to make a very brief cameo so you'll actually listen to yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> you can do the intro and then you'll listen to <laughs> And then it. I'll leave. Well, see you next week in Greece. Yamas. Oh, nice. Mm. That's the only Greek word I know. It's probably also good for Cyprus as well. But... Yeah. Oh, don't forget to leave a review, like five yeah, like... stars and all that. It's a bit late for this. But yeah. <laughs> leave five stars. Tell your best friend to listen to us. And yeah, uh, yeah we'll see you in Cyprus, in Greece. Bye. Bye. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.